And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mac on the mic. To my right, the commish, Randy Hansen, And via the Fantasy Lounge hotline, Dave Steuben. And Dave, a uh, little Gangster's Paradise instrumental to, to get us going this week. You know, our R.I.P. Coolio uh, just found out he passed away, so he had to, had to come into the show with, with a new song. You know, that song shaped my childhood. I remember very vividly as a youngster, a young tyke, uh, listening to that song. And then also Dangerous Minds is a classic uh, teacher's movie. So it's something that inspired me as a youth. And uh, It's a sad day. It's a bad day. You know what I mean? It is a sad day. R.I.P. Coolio. It is a bad day. What up? Going to, to, to teach in the inner city of Chicago, it, it really inspired you to, to, to teach the youth. Yeah, all I got to say is like, is this the worst fancy season for the lounge ever? I know Coolio dies, and both me and Mike are zero and three. Dave's one and two, or two and one. Dave, two and one. Two and one. Uh, two and, one and uh, last year I started zero and five, so I'm having a I'm having a great season. Uh, so I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm feeling great. Although I have to play Mike this week, uh, McCarthy, not Mike on this lounge because he's terrible, and I beat him last week. But McCarthy, the real Mike, uh, I have to play this week. You know, just speak, speaking of like. Being in peril and like having to make some massive moves to come back from the grave, our Peculio, one more time for the one time. Mike, what happened with this trade that went down that rock the fantasy lounge? Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we get into that, who had Mikey Meltdown week three? Uh, whoever had put their bet down, Mikey Meltdown week three, you have won the bet. Uh, total Meltdown last week, I got a Snapchat from Randy with. Just the, the face of someone who is defeated <laughs> four minutes into Sunday on Red Zone. Um, after Mark Andrews like went four for 40 on the drive, and I had three touchdowns, I think. So, I don't know if we ever had week three, but you won. Um, but here's the thing. like I don't, I don't say a meltdown. It's just my team's terrible right now. Uh, maybe the worst fantasy team ever fielded like over a three-week span. I mean, it has got awful. Like I mean, I, I'm not even averaging 100 points a game. Like So... You want to call a meltdown? I don't want to call it a meltdown. I call it actually a savvy, uh, you know, general manager decision to fucking to, to trade Justin Jefferson. Here's my thing. And we're going to talk about Randy specifically, but I reached out to pretty much every single person in the lounge, and I had conversations with everybody. And what I figured out, and what I basically broke down, is that Gallagher gave me not only the best trade, but also the most assets in return for Justin Jefferson, and that's why I made the deal. Uh, let's just recap the trade. Mikey traded Justin Jefferson, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, and Jerick McKinnon to Galley from Michael Pittman, Gabe Davis, Jeff Wilson, and Jacoby Myers. Um, so this that's is, your, your round one and round two players from your draft gone off your team. Well, let's be honest, Dave. Like Allen, Allen Robinson's like droppable. So I mean, that was that was that. I mean, that's going to go down as one of the worst picks of all time. Yeah, great scouting on that one, Mike. Do you think you make that 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 trade if you? It didn't. Pittman went after, correct? Yes. Yeah. If you draft Pittman, do you ever make that trade? I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the past. Here's the thing. I reached out to everybody. Simo, we had talks about Simo. His his trade package was running back heavy. I didn't want to trade Jefferson, Justin Jefferson for you know a couple running backs just because high risk of injury, more likely to get injured. So I didn't make much sense for me. Waldo offered me C.D. Lamb and Antonio Gibson, and to me that's just a parallel move. Like. Is Justin Jefferson? You're, you're losing that one for sure. Yeah, it's just it doesn't do anything for me, and then I don't I don't recoup any of the assets. I don't I don't get any extra assets in that deal. Um, I, I tried to, I tried to offer Justin Jefferson to McCarthy, and I didn't even want 
Chase or Cup, and he didn't want to even talk. Um, Lewis, I had a little something going with him, but nothing much. Kicked the he tires. Yeah, he fell asleep, and I kicked the tires with Lathe. Nothing really. He offered me like Godwin and some pieces, and uh, it didn't make much sense. Now, here's what I really want to talk about, and and I think and I want to bring this up because I think this is a perfect opportunity for like the competition committee to to hear this case. But I want to sue Randy for defamation of character because. This whole situation has been a nightmare dealing with him for the past three weeks because we've had a trade in place for Pat Mahomes and Justice Jefferson, the two centerpieces, and ultimately he is accusing me of basically backing out of the deal, and I have proof otherwise to say that's not the case. I mean, from what I heard, too, I, I had a conversation with Randy, and uh, he had told me you guys had shook on a, a deal mid-Sunday because uh, both your teams were already losing and pretty much forecasted to lose. Uh, so even he said it, uh, there was a handshake uh, in place. So, you know, usually gentlemen will, will shake and it will go down, but I guess uh, I guess not. No, the, the one crucial key to that trade was the last piece of me to throw in was just a backup running back, what we said. Backup running back. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then you come and say it's Jamal Williams. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. And Joey T was in the building. He saw the shake and he heard the deal. The deal was, and he shook on it, and this man who, who claims to be a 28-year-old friend of mine, 28 years of history, Pat Mahomes, DJ Moore, Jamal Williams. This was before Swift, obviously now is out for the next two, three weeks. So it was Mahomes, DJ Moore, Jamal Williams for Justin Jefferson, Russell Wilson, and I think it was either Allen Robinson or it was Chase Edmonds. I forgot which that piece was, but we shook on the Jamal Williams part of it. That was before he knew Swift was going to um, be out. So we handshook on that deal. Now, Monday morning, I go to Randy because I'm talking to Gallagher and I'm saying this. I tell him this. We shook on a deal, but I can tell you're not feeling it and I'm willing to back out if that's what you want to do. Even though I will do it. If you put my feet to the fire, I will make that trade. This was before I knew Swift was hurt. He's like, no, 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 no. Let's do it. I'm like, okay. 25 minutes later, you find out Swift is hurt, and now you back out of the deal. We, we, we had a deal in place. We were talking about it, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, he's literally on the phone with me. We're bargaining. This, is, 40, this, is, this is 12 hours later. I know, but for 40 minutes, you're on the phone with me arguing. 40 minutes. Waste my time. I didn't even go to the gym yet. I postponed going to the gym, sit here on the, on the phone for 40 minutes, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, yeah, Gallagher just set the trade. Trade's over. That's when I got pissed. But here's the thing. I mean, but you're dragging your feet, though, and at the same. No, time, it wasn't. We, I'm like, dude, I'm like, send. The same thing I said, send. At that point, we we already came to a consensus, and then he he got something better, and that's what yeah, happened. But you know what? You know what it was? It's like a pancake motherfucker, like that thing. Uh, yeah. Like we're doing a trade now. He wanted like three more trades, and he wanted R.I.P. the Black Panther. Good, Dan. Yeah. Weigh in on this real quick, and then let me tell you what really happened. Because again, he's just distorting the narrative. And again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, re- I'm not gonna allow this to happen. I got to defend my honor. All right. Go ahead. Okay, so all of a sudden now he backs out because he doesn't want to do Jamal Williams, and I'm entertaining now the idea. Okay, whatever. I'm not gonna get Jamal Williams, but I'm still want Mahomes. That's the whole thing. I want a quarterback. And so it turns into Mahomes, uh, Greg Dortch, who else? Um, Cam Akers. Cam Akers and TJ Hawkinson for Russ, uh, Justin Jefferson, Ertz, and Edmonds. And then I'm thinking in my head, like, this is what it's turned into. Okay? And I'm actually thinking about doing this deal. 
and then I'm talking to Gallagher and I take Gallagher's deal. So that's what happened. It's funny though because Gallagher texted me probably at I think it was like two, maybe three o'clock or four o'clock, asking me about your deal, and then he he talked himself out of it and then said that he was sour on the deal. And that's when I texted you, and you're like, who said that? And I was like, Gallagher said it? And then all of a sudden, you guys are, are making a trade. So uh, Gallagher's got some some little little bit of sneakiness up his sleeve, I guess. Gallagher's like he's like a gypsy, dude. He like puts yeah. his gypsy little curse on you, and then you make a trade. Every year, you know what we say? We've been saying this, and, like, to defense, uh, Simon Late always do a trade every year. But it seems say, like yeah. you and Gallagher always do a trade. Well, me and Gallagher, like, here's the thing. Me and Gallagher, like, under, like, we work well together. And so we, we're not trying to, you know, extort somebody. We're not trying to, like, you know, get off on one, like, in terms of. Not trying to get each other off. <laughs> not trying to get each other off. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not trying to exploit each other. So my point is, it's a give and take with Gallagher. And eventually I, I, you know what? I gave him Montgomery and it wasn't supposed to be Montgomery, but he was like, you know what? I want Montgomery. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give you Montgomery in good faith because I operate in good faith here, guys. I, I think I think Gallagher is one of the, the easy, well, not easiest people to, to trade with, but he's realistic with his trades and he he has the balls to actually to, to do trades. Whereas most people in our league are going to try to just absolutely screw you over or do a classic like Simo move where you agree on something and then he'll be like, "Well, no, I want like three other players now too," or I'm not going to do it. Well, yeah, uh, take- or or Ryan's going to you know send you. Singletary for like your best player, you know it's it's uh, sometimes it's it's rough out yeah. here trying to get trades going. A hundred percent, you know, definitely won't even answer. Yeah, uh, when you try to try to trade, like a hundred percent, I think Gally uh, the strong suit is he doesn't get really attached to his players and his teams, and he just goes that way. And I think that that's why he's successful. Um, it kind of brings me to like just being in another league. I got my dad in fantasy football. It's always good to get someone else in fantasy football and enjoy your plights. Now my dad's screaming at the TV and he bought an NFL, but he goes out and trades in that league just for just for shits and giggles. He plays me. He trades Mahomes for MBS, Singletary, and Julio Jones, and then he beats me this week after I tell him he gets raped. He beats me this week, and he's like, "How much do you know about fantasy?" And it just shows been playing for all these years. Do we really know anything? It's a lot of luck. No, no one knows anything. Um, to Mike's defense, going zero three, like I think you're like a prostitute. You do your best work when you're on your back. And like, <laughs> so like, I think like you had to make a move, and I think I look I look forward. I think you have a good week. You have a bounce back week. Um, I think I think your wide receiver core is really good now. You got three starters. Even though you got rid of Justin Jefferson, uh, I, I mean he was underwhelming the last two games, and Pittman. I know he was injured one week, but he's put up over, what, 15 points each game or 20 points each game. Yeah. Um, so I, I do like you getting Pittman back in that, that deal. Depends on what Montgomery is, too, if he's how long he's going to be out for uh, yeah. in your deal. Well, and here's, and here's the thing. Now that I'm on three, I basically have to manage every week. And so that's the process I'm doing. I'm trying to trade for, like, a basically like a, a wide – or not wide, a running back three or four – but I'm trying to putting calls out. I can't get anything going. But we'll see. There's still some time left before Sunday. But that's where I'm at right now. I'm literally week by week. I'm willing to trade anybody and everybody if I think it helps me win this next week. Because I have to figure out a way to. By week ten, I got to figure out a way to be five and five. I got to be five hundred going like to week eleven. That's my mindset. Um, yeah. I will say this. I got some terrible data from Dave. I was going to put in a claim of Trevor Lawrence, and I should have still did that. 
But apparently Waldo and also Lewis were going to put a claim in on Trevor Lawrence. And then I come to find out when I wake up at like 4.30 in the morning that Simo has him. Um, and he didn't even put a claim on him in his first claim. I think it was Zay Jones. Is that correct? Uh, I believe it was Zay Jones. Or he might have got Trevor Lawrence. I'll, I'll have to double check. But uh, I was talking with with Lewis because I was trying to trade him Carr. Because right now Lewis is rostering and starting – Matt Stafford, who is QB number 25. So, I don't know. I mean, he's literally fallen asleep on his team, and that's what happened with this scenario, is he was at work, forgot to put a claim in, supposedly, and went home, went to sleep, and didn't put the claim in. So, let me see if, uh, where he went through here. He went through at... Uh, yeah, Zay Jones was his first... Actually, Jacksonville... Oh, can someone explain this to me? How is uh, how is he making moves at two o seven in the morning, and then everyone else's moves go through? Well, at he must have put in like multiple claims on people. I wonder. Like no, do- but but everyone else in the league gets their claims at two thirty seven, and Simo uh, for some. How does he get a move at two o seven in the morning? I don't know, but my point is like I've done that before, where I I put claims on like four different people and or three different people, well, and I get so he put Zay Jones, and then yeah, you could have you would have I would have gotten Lawrence. That's unbelievable, and I'm kicking myself now real bad for that. But I got bad data, and that's the thing though. There's a lot of back back wheeling dealing shady stuff going on. Who do you trust really at the end of the day? Because I'm look I'm standing I'm sitting across the table from someone that I know for 28 years. And who went back on a handshake deal. So at the end of the day, who do you really trust in this league? And you got to ask yourself I mean, that. Sometimes, you know, you just got to stir the pot a little bit. Uh, but I, I legit thought that Lewis was going to pick him up from the conversation that we had because I was trying to give him card. So it's, it's like we got our own sources. You know, like I, I was, I got, I got some, I got some data from Dave. Like, Shams, I'm Woj. Yeah, like, that's what what I'm, that, hey, that's what I'm saying. Schefter. That's what I'm saying. Um, so that's kind of what's been happening over the past um, 24 hours. Yeah. So I got, I got one here. I, we haven't made the, the move, but it, it's a possibility with me and McCarthy. Uh, Swift, who's going to be out probably till week seven, and DeAndre Hopkins, who is definitely out till week seven. I need a, a stud wide receiver. I have James Robinson and Kamara, although Kamara hasn't been great. But I, I I can't pull the trigger. I don't know why. I just have a feeling that Swift, once he's back, he's has electric. But at the same time, I need a good wide receiver. What, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I, I'm a fan of Swift, but at the same time, I just feel like I give me the receiver over the running back every day of the week. That's I'm, my opinion. Watching Arizona, like like I have, I mean, um, Dorch has been the it's dude. Good. It was good. And Hollywood Brown stinks. Guy came back. But they're running an offense that's like a backyard offense. That offense stinks. It doesn't look it, good. It doesn't look good whatsoever. And does that – I mean, Hopkins kind of tailed off at the end of last year too. He wasn't really yeah, – that's why I'm not, I'm not too like – not too high on him because right now Swift is running back five, and when he's healthy, he's easily a top five running back in the league. But – that's his issue is he can't stay healthy. Um, and I think Hopkins is slightly on the decline in his career. And like you said, that offense is all over the place. And that's um, like right when he comes back is about the time where Arizona kind of downhills anyways they have in the past couple of years. And I think uh, Kingsbury is on the hot seat. So, right, is, that, is, that when, uh, is that when Call of Duty like double XP comes out for the weekend? And then, well, I, I guess it came out this week, a double XP, and that's okay. why Kyler stunk. But, well, yeah. Yeah, I bet it. 
Also, I got to give a little bit of credit to Ryan. I know I just bashed him a little bit, but he did send an offer earlier for Andrews, uh, Christian Kirk, and uh, Gerald Everett, Ooh. which is an, an actual decent deal. But I'm I mean, just not going to get rid of Andrews. I mean, I think that's like a deal you might have to take. No, ah, I don't know. Christian Kirk's been unbelievable. I know it's early. So and- was Andrews though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's tough. Um, well, I mean, I do have the number three tight end still, so. Tyler Conklin. I mean, I comparable. Co- I mean, comparable, Christian Kurtz got 62 points and Mark Andrews got 64. I mean, you're right there. Yeah. And you still get Gerald Everett, but mm-hmm. I just can't get rid of my guy, Mark. He's, he's the guy. I know, and it's and it's fun to watch with how how well Lamar Jackson's been playing. That, but, yeah. that dude's about to get, what do they say, Dave? A bag. Somebody might not be the Ravens. Oh, it's definitely be the Ravens. They're going to franchise tag him like two years in a row. We'll see. We will see. Now, we got a little idea we're going to try out here. We're going to do a little redraft of the first two rounds just to give an idea of maybe who we – not only who has played well, but also like projecting going forward. And so basically we're going to kind of start with like Dave, Randy, me, and it's kind of just going to go around. We're going to do the first 24 picks. Or we'll see how it goes, at least the first 12 uh, depending on the time here. And so the idea is just like, again, just to kind of highlight people that we like or that's highlight people that have a great start and then also people that we project to have, uh, you know, continued success. So, Dave, I guess you get the first pick in this thing. And if you had the first pick, knowing what you know now after three weeks, who are you taking with the first overall pick? Uh, I'm going to have to stick with Cooper Cup uh, each week. I mean, he's leading the league in receptions right now. They're not looking at anybody else on that team other than him. Uh, he's scoring. I think he's scoring touchdowns. He's got one rush touchdown. He's got three receiving touchdowns. So I'm going to go Cooper Cup, number one overall pick. I mean, he's already on the season got 28 catches for 280 yards and three TDs. And he dropped the pit, uh, uh, TD last week for you. He could have had two TDs in that game. I mean, 35 targets already. I mean, through three games. What else do you want? The dude's averaging 12 targets a game. I mean, it's it's just unreal, the volume. Okay, so Cup going number one. It's now, Dave. Real quick, does he finish wide receiver one? Uh, it's gotta be between him and Diggs. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of Diggs, maybe you take him number two. I yeah, I think I take Diggs too. Dig. Um, even the last week in that crazy game in Miami, where everyone and I, I don't think I've ever watched a game where I've saw as many people throw up on the sidelines like they were doing two a days in the oh. middle of Alabama. Hot. I mean, it's 98 degrees with like 90% humidity. There was a hurricane coming, so uh, it, it probably felt terrible on that field. And the main thing, too, is like once you have like an elite wide receiver and elite offense with a quarterback you trust, the dude just eats. He's done like yeah. it, it, it's, it's just like Mr. Reliable. And it, it's a shame that, and I think in a lot of leagues, he was probably like wide receiver four or five off the board was Diggs, maybe even later in our league. I think he was four. Yeah, no, he maybe he wasn't. No, it might have been Adams. It might have went Cup, Jefferson. Cup. Well, we had we had keepers, so yeah, but uh, it was Cup, Jefferson. I think uh, Adams, then Diggs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Diggs twenty-seven receptions on thirty-five targets. So I mean, you're talking about almost at like an eighty percent clip. He's he's catching. He is, he is wide receiver one right now. He has five point four more points than Cup. Yeah, so. I mean, you can't go wrong with either or. All right, I guess I'm on the clock at number three. Here's my thing. Uh, I kind of just want to just take Lamar here just because. Uh, I was going to take him one. So. All right. Again, and it's just like 
I need to stop hanging out. Like you don't even need. Don't worry about positions anymore. Just worry about who's going to get you the most points. And it, it's like Lamar Jackson right now has 13 more fantasy points than any single individual in our league. He also like next close like so Diggs right now right. He has 40 more, 42 more fantasy points than Diggs. So it's just like give me Lamar, and then also like yeah Lamar. He's also my quarterback one, but he's also like my RB two because he's going to rush for like 40, 40, 50 yards a game. Yeah, he's got 243 yards rushing, two touchdowns, so that's probably ha- better than half the league. And then another 10 passing touchdowns and 749 yards uh, passing, only two interceptions. So. I mean, it, it, it's like he's just – they're hitting on explosive plays too. Like, and, and the best the best case scenario as well is uh, their defense kind of sucks. Yeah, it's not as good yeah, as So they've been in some shootouts, shootouts. And to think, like, realistically – Besides Andrews, and they have no running game really going, like, he has no weapons really to throw the ball to. And he's still putting up these kind of numbers, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's got Bateman, and Duvernay's having a, kind of a renaissance season. He's coming out of nowhere. I think he's got four touchdowns on the year. Uh, also, again, yeah, the, the defense, they give up, I was looking up earlier, they give up 350 yards passing uh, like uh, on average so far this year. So, uh, everything's a shootout with him, and they're running gun everywhere uh, on the field. So, good pick at number three. How about this? How about we each take four picks? We do four. That'd be sixteen. All right, sounds good. All right, four so picks. I got the next pick. Yeah. So you want to base your team? I guess don't base your team, but yeah, let's do that. All right. So if I'm gonna go the next pick, I'm probably gonna go with Josh Allen. Uh, it's it's basically like running. I mean, quarterback one A one B with Lamar Jackson and him. Like you mentioned, he's only 13 points less. Another guy that runs the ball. He's got over 1,000 yards passing already, nine touchdowns, 113 yards uh, rushing, and then another rushing touchdown. So 114 on the season. Um, so I'm going Josh Allen. Interesting. Um, I think me with the, with the next pick, I would go I, – I just think Jefferson is just going to bounce back. I think he's too good and too talented – like, I think that was, like, the one Adam Thielen game. I'm interested to see what happens when in London yet again. Can we, like, that's another thing. I, I know, like, can we stop force-feeding NFL, like, into Europe? They had, like, they're all going to be out there in a ton of different jerseys. That game in London always stinks. It's going to be, like, a low-scoring low game. It'll probably be some rain because it never stops raining in London. It's exactly what they want. That means they're selling all 32 teams' jerseys or whatever, how many teams there are in the NFL. They're selling beer. They're selling tickets. That game's always packed. Those stadiums are gigantic. So it just it grows the game. I'm, I'm sorry. Who, we have to watch who, games at 7 o'clock in the morning. But yeah, who are they playing? It's uh, it's uh, the Vikings. Saints versus, and, and yeah, Vikings Saints and, and uh, I'm sorry. Saints and Vikings. Uh, and it's just like Jameis, you're putting them on like a 14-hour plane ride with – Four broken back vertebrae's. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, gotta, I gotta wake up and watch my, my running back and see if he actually can perform this week. I'm interested to see what happens, especially like what is so that game our time is what six seven seven twenty seven twenty. So that'd be seven twenty because we're in the same as Minnesota. Right? Well, I'm not watching football this week. I'm taking a break. All right. Well, uh, good talk. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for the podcast. Right, anyways, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just saying. I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking so you got to think football. You gotta, yeah, you got to think our time. That's seven twenty. So that means like you're getting to the facilities at like five a.m. If that, maybe earlier, like four thirty our time. So that's like those games are always sloppy, or yeah. someone gets blown out all the time. Yeah, but they go there. They're there. I think they're there already. I think but they go still, week early. 
they should. Uh, that's why you know what. I'm gonna hear, hear hear me out, Dave. They should start having two buys two buys in a season. So like when you play in London, you get a buy next week, but then also you get a buy later on. Like each team, each team should have two buys. Like what are we doing? We're we're extending the season. There's an extra game. Give them an extra buy. Let these guys that are kind of banged up a little bit get back right. It just I don't get what we're doing. I, I also they, they, they took the preseason game away. They added a game at the end of the season, but I would agree. I think most players would probably agree that they need an extra week of uh, of rest. Yeah, figure so. something out. And also, like, I, what else drives me nuts is like when you have like eleven noon games, and then you have three shitty like three o'clock games. Yeah. Why can't you make it a little more like eight and five or something like that? You know well, what I mean? That's for sure going to be this week. But we're getting off topic here. We're All talking right. about Europe and we're sure. doing a draft. Fair enough. All, All right. right. With me, I'm going Armand St. Brown. Like, I think the dude is, I think Randy said it. Or did you say that to me yesterday? He's like this year's uh, like Cooper Cup or whatever the case may be. I forgot what you said. But yeah. anyway, I kind of just sounded good. So it's stuck yeah. in my head. Um, St. Brown to me, and I lo- something about watching him in preseason, like he took every snap in preseason like it was a, a rep. And this guy's unguardable, in my opinion. Like watching the Lions because they're kind of fun. Give me St. Brown. And it's from the, it's the standpoint too where it's like that Lions offense is actually kind of sneaky, good fantasy. And so he has there's weapons around him, so you can't you can key in on him, but at the same time, they move him around so well. He gets end arounds, he's rushing. He put you in the slot. He runs such crisp routes. Like to me, like he just eats. He goes Seattle, New England, by then Dallas, Miami, Green Bay. Like to me, I, I don't know. St. Brown, I think is behind like Tyreek or right in front of Waddle. No, he's actually he's, uh, he's number three right now. He's uh, just above Waddle yeah. and Tyreek. Uh, he's seventy three point one points, so only seven yeah. behind Cup. Yeah, I, I think I like what you're saying though. He's like laser focused. He's he seems like he's got something to prove. He's not a flashy guy like you know, like Tyreek Hill or or some of these other guys, uh, AJ Brown. Uh, he's just out there, you know, putting in work on the field, and it's showing this season. Uh, I think that's a good pick there. Okay, back to you, Dave. Uh, or is it Randy or is it me? No, it's you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go first running back off the board right now, and a guy who has all the talent in the world but has been injured. I'm going Saquon Barkley. He's number one. Running back on the board right now, 67.8 points. Uh, he has 317 yards on the year and uh, two rushing touchdowns. Also adding 13 receptions for 91 yards. So always good to see that uh, out, of your, out of your running back position. Some, I just root for him for whatever reason. I don't know why. I just like him. Is that like, a football player. You know? Yeah, I just like him. Randy, who you got with your next pick? I wanted to bring in some stats here, Mike. Can you give me a little second? Can you put like a, a minute on the board? Um, Not even. Now here's right. the thing. Are you at all worried that like with that Giants offense that eventually it's just like okay, like let's put ten in the box. All right, here you go, Saquon. Because it's just like what? Who do they throw to in that offense? It's abysmal. Uh, uh, you know, especially this week. I mean, Kenny Galladay looked absolutely terrible last week. They actually played him, but he did not look good. Uh, What's his name? Sterling Shepard got injured. Um, Tony's been M- MIA. Tony's been MIA. I think that Tony's that, that Wondell Randall or what is it? What yeah, is, what, he's, like he's injured, and then uh, the guy I had my team last week. Uh, I forgot Reg, his name. Rich James. Rich James. Yeah, Rich Rich James Jr. Uh, he's playing out of the slot. So yeah, I mean they could go that route. Uh, although uh, Daniel Jones was running the ball last week, I think he had over like ninety yards rushing. So. 
that that some someone helps him, but he's also a turnover machine, so you can't really rely on that. All right, my next my next pick was actually my first overall pick, and I think this is why the guy started slow last year. Last year, actually, the um, the Colts went zero three to start the season. Actually, just to let you know, and they kind of started bouncing back when he started popping off. And I think that's Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor started slow after last year, week four. He dropped one hundred three points and two TDs, and had. Four catches for 50 yards and a TD. I think this is when he starts getting right. That offense going to go through him, even though Matt Ryan has been absolutely fucking horrendous. Um, Jonathan Taylor started really putting himself as the number one running back in fantasy week four and on. So maybe the, the same thing, uh, the history could repeat itself. I'm hoping for my team. But I think Jonathan, I think the talent's too too good for this guy not to start popping off and being that, I mean, that first-tier running back. That, that's surprising to me just because right now he's the 10th running back and you could have got a guy like Nick Chubb uh, in a redraft. So, interesting. But I, he obviously has the talent to be the number one back like he was last year. Um, Is that just wishful uh, thinking? Are you just wishful thinking on your part? Are you just trying to speak it into existence? Like, Is that just... Um, that's a little bit of both. It's all the above. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Um, Okay, for me, I'm going Jamar Chase. He's, I know he's the 41st right now ranked player in fantasy um, at 52 points. But, I mean, the guy was explosive last year. It hasn't – it hasn't. the Bengals just haven't looked right yet. I think they start getting right, though. They get Miami tomorrow at Baltimore, who we just talked about. It's a big division game, but their defense has not been good. New Orleans is banged up. Atlanta, Cleveland, Carolina, next five. Give me Jamar Chase. I think there's going to be some 30 pieces uh, within these next five games. So give me Chase with the next pick. I'm all in on the Bengals tomorrow. They're wearing the whiteouts. Uh, white jerseys that are probably the top jersey in the NFL when they wear them. I think they're amazing. Um, I'm, all, I'm all in on the, the Bengals tomorrow. Okay. Is that officially a color rush game? I don't know. No, I think they're just, just an all. I don't think they do color rush anymore. That was another NFL cash, uh, cash grab to... To sell jerseys. I like it. All right, Dave, last pick here. All right, last pick. I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle, uh, a guy who is the fourth uh, wide receiver right now, 72 points. He's got seven more, seven more points than his teammate, Tyreek Hill. Uh, another guy who's just absolutely uh, lightning on the field. He's super fast, 342 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, so I'm gonna go Jalen Waddle. Why do I feel like? And again, I totally was wrong on Waddle. I'm eating pie right now. Why do I feel like every one of his plays is like busted coverage? Is that is that just McDaniel's scheme, or is it just yeah, like busted coverage, or are they just so fast that it makes it look like busted coverage? I don't know. It's just it's just like a jailbreak. Like I feel like again, they do a good job of getting both him and Tyreek the ball, especially in like four or five yard outs. But I just feel like his big plays, there's no one around him. I mean, there's a lot of weapons on that team, and with Tyreek, it's kind of hard to. And they're just so fast that like they can make a five-yard bubble basically around them in in, in seconds. So uh, I think they're just a good scheme, good good routes, and two extremely fast players. Uh, what? Uh, I'm sorry. What? What's the uh, the head coach of the Dolphins? Mike name? McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Does he fall under a Shanahan guy? Yes. And then does McVeigh fall under a Shanahan guy as well? Because no. he started as a Shanahan, because yeah, all started well, the, the father all, Shanahan. Uh, all the yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like, just break it down. I think like the tree, the the tree is like, 
Is it I mean, the best is tree? It, is, I think it's the best tree if you're thinking, like, you're doing, comparing it to Andy Reid or Belichick. Stanahan, he's a wizard. Well, he's Parcells, wizard, hey, Parcells, he's a wizard, Harry. Yeah, we can do the family tree all day. The Parcells can, one's pretty yeah. amazing, too. Um, but, yeah, that being said, would you rather have, you rather have Waddle over Tyreek? Uh, I think so. I just like, I, I don't know, it's just a flashy pick. He's got seven more points in him, so that's why I'm going with him. All right. Well, I can go with it. All right. I'll move on to my pick. I'm going to go quarterback just because this guy, I think, is having an MVP caliber season. And if you look at the actual Philly schedule going forward, it's cake um, for the entire season. I, I would like to see on Pro Football Focus what their overall um, schedule ranking is. But I'm going Jalen Hurts. Guy's been playing out of his mind. And the main thing for me as well is they've – he already has three rushing touchdowns, and he's rushed for just 100 yards less than Lamar Jackson. Um, the guy's rushing the ball, and he's getting into his weapons, and he's getting red zone carries. You just got to love to see um, it. I think on the lounge when we did our bet uh, prediction, I said Jalen Hurts MVP or Offensive Player of the Year. I forgot which one. I have to go back and think. It was MVP. I went with MVP. You said, was that before our draft or after? Before our draft. Uh, before our draft. And then, and then, I passed, then you drafted Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, I had I I don't want to talk about it. How long I think what would really turn around your season if you go out and get that new uh Russell Wilson sandwich? That's oh, the, the dangerous the dangerous sandwich. I can't stand it. I think I think try it on Sunday, maybe it pops. Maybe it pops. Hey, maybe, hey, I'm not I told you guys I'm Well here's the thing. Have you ever done anything dangerous? Have you? It's a little spicy. It's, well, it, I can think of a ton of things he's, he's done dangerous. It's, but it's, yeah, I, I won't air out dirty laundry because I got I got in trouble go. in the past oh, for okay, the gl- for the roast. Um, now my my last pick here, I, I'm just going to pick him because I, I think it's important that he just gets recognized, and that's Christian Kirk. Um, now again, I'm just doing I'm throwing him a bone here, but I like that. I, I think he needs to be talked about. It's amazing what happens when you get an adult in the room, and that adult in the room is Doug Peterson. Like, you bring in someone that's been there, a Super Bowl coach, coach, and all of a sudden this offense, who we've been saying has so many weapons, all of a sudden this offense, like, looks really good. And now all of a sudden, oh, okay, I got Christian Kirk. Oh, here's James Robinson. Here's ETN. Like, here's Marvin Jones. Jones. Here's Zay Jones. Jones. I mean, mean, all of a sudden this offense looks really good. Um, Jamal Agnew. And it's just, I think he deserves to be talked about. Congratulations, Ryan. That's a great pick. I did talk about him on the lounge. I thought he was going to have a good year. So, again. I mean, well, I got to throw off, too. I know you were talking about uh, Hurts being MVP. I did put on the, the podcast Diggs as the leading receiver for the NFL. He's only one behind Cup right now. Oh, there you go. I did, I did re-listen to our, uh, our picks, and some of them are trash, but there are some that are, that are on point right now. Uh, toot, toot. You hear that, Dave? That's you uh, hitting that horn of yours. Uh, yeah, and uh, j- just touch on Jacksonville one more time is like their defense has actually been pretty stout as well. So I was very, very impressed with them going in to – I thought that was kind of a cake game and a trap game for them to travel all the way West Coast, and they just took it to the Chargers. They did. It, it was impressive how, how badly they beat them. Uh, how didn't long? The before they shut out – didn't they shut out the Colts? Yep. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then, how long before uh, uh, Stanley Staley? What is it, Stanley or Staley, the head coach of the? I you know I'm terrible at names. The head coach of the Chargers, Staley, right? Staley, which was the preseason favorite for being coach of the year. How long till he's on the hot seat? Because for leaving, there it's like thirty eight to ten for leaving 
uh, Herbert in there when the game's way out of reach and he's got no fucking ribs and to leave him in the game for no reason, that's like almost Tibbs-esque. Well, yeah, it's a bad hey, look. It's a bad look for the brand. Justin Herbert has a, I think, I believe he has a losing record in his career, so Ooh. they got to get something turned around there. You don't want to hear that. You know, he's never had a winning record in his career. No, I take that back. Bad stat. Okay. Um, now, I don't really don't have... I don't have a... We don't have a deep-sea diver because it's Wednesday already, so... Yeah, no deep-sea diver, and, you know, i just been busy this week, and I haven't been able to do the research, and I apologize to the lounge because literally everybody I talk to talks about that segment. Okay, there's one thing I I will ask you then, Mike. Sure. I like your insight. What do you think of the Jets' offense now that Zach Wilson is officially back? I don't know. I don't know. I, uh... I think... Because a lot of guys have been eating on that offense. Flacco's done a good job. I'm interested to see it. Like, what kind of connections does he have with Garrett Wilson? Because when Wilson was playing last year, it was kind of Elijah Moore started. Like, I was going to really- say, I think Elijah Moore, if you can get him now cheap, uh, is the time to try to grab him. Yeah, you know, you could be rolling the dice a little bit, but he had a great season with, with Wilson last year. Yeah, so I think that would be the move for me, but... I don't know. I don't know. I. Uh... You would have to think that uh, you you bring in a guy who's what probably twenty four years old. I don't know how old Wilson is. Younger, younger. The, the mill hunter, but you would think he would be able to to outplay a guy who's I don't even know forty years old. How old is Flacco? Yeah, he's, he's got to be. He's got to be damn near forty. He's got to be close to that. I mean, it, he is elite, but uh, at the same time, he's he's pretty old, and he he did well in that offense. They have a lot of weapons, so if. If he's going to do anything in his career, he should be able to to beat out Joe Flacco uh, moving forward. It might take a few weeks, but I'm expecting okay. a little rust. But they do have weapons there: Brees Hall, you know, Carter, Conklin's a third, yeah. third wide uh, tight end. See, in to football, me, Conklin right? also. Conklin, come on. He uh, that, that I, we're spending too much time on the Jets, but to me, Conklin is a safe bet there because I mean he played with Wilson last year and he he had he was productive last year too with him. So we'll see. But everybody I think it's a, that, a little too much, a little too much time on the Jets here. Um, do we go? Let's go mortgage payment here. And I'm just gonna say it, Randy. There's a lot of people calling you out on some uh, the record lately, not winning the types of games that you uh, should be winning. With your, well, because I went one and three last week, Mike. You're just saying people are talking. I know. Well, you're just one game away from being in the money. If you look at it, you know what I mean? Yeah, Let's yeah. just turn this around. Let's go the mortgage payment, boys. <laughs> you know, we're turning this bad boy around. We're turning this sinking ship. All right. First, we're going to do a cell phone payment. Um, I This is a bet I like this week. I like the Lions minus two and a half. Uh, this is a little parlay. for um, Lions minus two and a half. Same game parlay. Jamal Williams TD score and St. Brown over 79 and a half uh, receiving yards. Comes out uh, plus 350. Okay. I like that. Okay. Who are they playing? Good question, babe. I'm trying to blank. Uh, I think it's a cake game, no? Isn't it Seattle? They play Seattle. Oh, yeah. They, the the spreads, they yeah, the spreads open it up at six and a half. Um, so I put, put it down a little bit and then add those two. That's, that's winning you some money, Dave. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Um, next, we got the car payment. The real question for me is, that are the Jags for real? We kind of put, put on that already. Uh, the spread's opened up at 6.5 in that game. I know they're playing against Philly at Philly. Um, so I know same-game parlay, 
put the Jags to 10 and a half Ooh. and over 36 and a half points, and it comes out to plus 105. Okay. There you go. Double your money up. There you go. All right. Yeah. So All right. I'm looking for like good value picks. And then the mortgage payment, um, I we've kind of banged on this team already, and Believe it or not, the Panthers have been playing very well. They actually have a very stout defense. I think at the end of the year, we're going to look at back, and the Panthers are going to be like a top-10 defense. But it's right now it's a pick. I'm Arizona's plus one and a half, and I think I'm just taking Arizona money line. I just uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about West Coast teams going to the, to the East Coast. I think that, that could be a trap game. Yeah, also, like, do you, who do you trust more? Kingsbury or Who the Panthers played? They played a, a Browns team that's, I don't think, very good. Yeah, Browns we, are pretty good, man. Are they? Yeah, I mean, they, are got they? The best, they got the best running back in the league right now, or one of the okay. best running backs. Their defense is pretty good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I no, I get that. I mean, Brissette, I'll, I'll give credit for Brissette because I, I, I respect them. But let's not like, let's not act like they're playing. I mean, enough. they lost to Cleveland. Yeah. They lost to the, the Giants, and they won against New Orleans. So are the they game. good? Are, are, we, are they good? I don't know. Miles Garrett's out too. He uh, almost killed Bambi and went off the road. Yeah. So here's my. I, I just don't think they're good. The game. Here, the, I mean, I, you know what? I, what I pick, I like. You can talk about. Uh, give me the Bears money line this week against the Giants. The Bears are getting three and a half. Uh, three. Give me the give me the Bears money. Getting line. three. I'll take the three all day. Yeah. I think that Giants seems terrible. Well, so are the Bears, but somehow they squeaked to win out last week. I like this pick better than this. Is your mortgage payment. Yeah. You like I know yeah. Arizona Arizona money line. I guess. I guess. I guess you're right because I don't think Carolina's good, but I don't think Arizona's good either. I just think Arizona is enough to win. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I, I just watched the, the the videos of Baker Mayfield play football. Here's the dark thing. Do, do you think Baker like looks at himself and he thinks he's good? Yes, and that's why he's yeah, not good. That's why he's not good because he has no self reflection. He's not living in no self awareness. No self awareness. And then Dave told me that he dropped a new uh, commercial, and I wanted to kill yeah, myself. I saw, I saw a new insurance commercial. I couldn't believe it. Can't get. I mean, they have so many weapons on that on that field offensively, and they just can't get anyone the ball. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, there we go, Dave. Uh, we doing a little dailies here. Well, we got yeah, we got some daily for you. Uh, let's hear it. Uh, I don't know how I did last week, but uh, it wasn't good. <laughs> so. But we're going back to the well at quarterback uh, today. Josh Allen, talking about the Ravens earlier, that's who he's playing. He's $8,900. He's the most expensive quarterback. Ravens are 31st against the pass. Uh, again, they're giving up 353 yards passing per game, uh, and Josh Allen is averaging 30 points. So I think that's a safe bet this week. It should be a shootout. Uh, running back one, I'm going Austin Eckler. I know people are – Slightly down on him this year, but he's $8,400. He's going against the Texans. And if we saw anything last uh, week against the Bears, they cannot stop a nosebleed against the run, <laughs> giving up 202 yards per game. Austin Eckler's averaging 10.8, so this might be the breakout game that Austin Eckler needs. Uh, Randy, you're going to like this one. Jamal, Jamal Williams is the running back two. Swift's down. He's playing Seattle. Uh, they're giving up the 25th most uh, points to running backs. Uh, they're giving up 157 yards per game. Uh, on the ground, so seventy-four hundred dollars. He's averaging fifteen point two points per game right now. Uh, wide receiver one, uh, well, I guess wide receiver one would be Michael Pittman. Uh, we have seventy-five hundred dollars. He's going against Tennessee. They're giving up twenty-nine post points uh, on average. Each completion is eleven yards uh, for the Tennessee Titans that they're giving up. So a good good guy downfield. He should have a big game. He's averaging sixteen point nine points. 
Then we have CeeDee Lamb, um, $6,800 against the Commanders. They're 30th against the pass. Ooh. They're giving up 12.5 yards per completion. Uh, so two guys that can stretch the field. He's averaging 11.4 points. Uh, then we have uh, a kind of a, a sneaky pick. I think this is the week he breaks out. DJ Moore, we just talked about it. Should be a shootout. Cardinals aren't that good. Uh, they're also giving up 11.5 yards per completion. Right now he's only averaging 6.7 points, but hopefully this is the week that he, he breaks out. Then we had to save a little bit of money because I, I put some big names up there first. Uh, tight end, my guy Tyler Conklin, $5,400 against the Steelers. Uh, they're 17th overall. He's averaging 9.6 points per game. Then we got uh, Richie James Jr. We're really stretching here because I had no money left. $5,500 against the Bears. They also give up 11.6 yards per completion. He's averaging 7.6 points. Without Sterling Shepard there, I'm hoping he, somehow he gets into the end zone this week. And then on the defense, uh, we got the Broncos at $4,000 against the Raiders. Uh, they're 23rd uh, against uh, defenses, so the Raiders do turn over the ball. Mike loves to talk shit about uh, Derek Carr. They're averaging 9.3 points per game. So the total average of this team right now is 117.5, which usually isn't going to get you in the money, but I'm hoping a few of these guys that have lower averages break out this week. So. Well, that's what, daily that's what you want. Like you got like so a guy like Richie James. Like if like in order to win money on these, especially if you're a big group one, like you need a guy like Richie James to have like a career day. Exactly. You got you got to find the one guy that no one picked, or he's like less than three percent owned, uh, uh, and hope that he gets in the end zone and has six seven catches. And I think that's like a sneaky good pick as well because the Bears have been inept at covering anyone in the slot. And if it's yes. been on the other that Gordon that ever say uh, that other corner that's been picked on all season long, he's been uh, that bad. Oh, he's just been turned. Ter- he's Rodgers picked. No, he, no he's been. If you watch any of the games, they they run every play at him. Yeah, it's, he's points. been one of statistically one of the worst corners in football. Um, another thing, I don't know if how you like about DJ Moore, um, yet. But Austin Eckler, I guess last week there was the most the Bears have ever rushed since the 1970s against an opponent. So that was like insane rushing game for how bad Justin Fields looked. So I like that pick as well. And I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start DJ Moore. And then if they, no. if he pops, I'm, I'm gonna be hoping, I'm just hoping. I mean, obviously he's talented. I'm just hoping this is the week that he they figured out a, a good game. Okay, let's do it. I had to save some money, so fair enough. That's Daily Dave here. Um, let's do a quick two-minute drill, and then we will get out of here. All right. Um, as we do the two-minute drill, I'm starting to think about. I think I for me, I don't like picking games anymore. I just don't like doing it because I just I feel like I just feel like it's not good uh, practice for me. It just it gives me bad energy picking games. I don't like doing it. Oh, okay, well, uh, wait, wait, a, wait a pump up that. Second. <laughs> way to really pump up that. All second, right, let's right? get let's get it started first. Then, okay, we got Randy against. Oh, you're oh no, let's go. First? Let's go, McCarthy, Dave here. Or what are we doing? No, first? we'll go me first. All right, we're going Randy. We're going Randy Channel. Uh, two and zero oh versus zero oh and three. I think this is the week. Nah, I, I like Channel this week. Give me, give me Hertz and Brown, and then I don't know. I say I don't know. Jesus oh. God. <laughs> segment we got going here the commission she's uh uh projected 131 and channels 118 uh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go to the commission um channel hasn't made a decision at defense yet i, I think san francisco oh, I didn't see that. I didn't yeah see that. so um 
let's say at 10 points then, I guess, or somewhere around there. So, so it's basically a coin flip. Make it a lot closer. I'm hoping Thielen doesn't have a good game. Uh, reverse last week, I know Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown are going to kill. Ezekiel Elliott, goddamn. Um I think it's. I think it's, it's going to come down close. I think it's. Gonna, I think player. it's going to really come down to my wide receiver three position. If I start Garrett Wilson, what I get out of Garrett Wilson, and it's like D is this going to be like Mike Evans' revenge and like does Debo finally break out? So Debo usually plays really well against the Rams. I expect a, kind of, a little more high scoring game in that. So Hawkinson going to do something? If how about this? If Hawkinson gives Randy fifteen, I think he wins. Hey, hey Randy. Uh, speaking of your kicker woes, your kicker's questionable now again. I know so. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, let's go McCarthy Dave here. McCarthy's directed to 142. Dave, a 131, which is nothing to sneeze at. Um, yeah, anything above 130, I'll take. Uh, but I'm taking Mike all day on this one. Well, I just I don't – I, I can't pick against him until he loses. Here's the thing. Like, if Burrow pops without Chase going off, then you have a really good chance to win. But I don't know if that's even possible. That's how good Jamar Chase is. So, like, if, if Chase cancels out Burrow, like, I don't really see a shot of win this game. I, yeah, I no, I take that. I'm I'm taking Dave in this game because I think Green Bay is going to drop you like 25 points, dude. I, I like I do like Green Bay this week uh, going against Brian Hoyer. It, but, um, but, so that could be a sneaky uh, at home. Pointer. But here's the thing, guys. Like it's Bill Belichick. He, like he's going to have a scheme in place where he's going to be competitive. It's not just going to roll it out there and like oh Hoyer's going to get sacked 20 times. Like I don't yeah, know. What, but you have to think. I mean, you'd have to think a guy who's not mobile. He's older. He's going to get sacked at least three or four times. I don't think Green Bay's that good. Like, I think New England uh, could play with them. Green Bay's defense last week was pretty outstanding. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, Tampa Bay rolled out. Uh, I mean, so USF. Basically, it's the same quarterback. Uh, Tom Brady can't move, and neither could Brian Hoyer. So yeah, and and Green Bay scored fourteen points. Like New England's D is not terrible. New England has no offensive weapon. So last two weeks they've given up ten points and twelve points, so I'll take that. Fair enough. Name me one person on New England's roster that you're scared of. Matthew Judon. Yeah. The end. Besides him. No, I'm just saying. Oh, like it's a collection of talent. There like, isn't. There isn't. What are you talking about? Or Devonta Parker's coming back. I mean, not Devonta Parker. Uh, Jacoby Jacob Myers. Myers. You have Parker. You got Aguilar. You got. A decent running back committee with Harrison Stevenson, and you got uh, Hunter Henry and John. I'm just saying, it's not that terrible. Like I guarantee you, Hoyer but makes this game. Guys are like, no one's moving the needle for me. On that I team. agree, but it, yeah, I agree, but it's not like it's just. I guarantee you that's a competitive game. All right, G- give me, give me, give me uh, New England plus ten and a half. Jesus, not. Right, no. we'll uh, moving on, let's do uh, Mikey Meltdown first. Gallagher, I didn't know you guys were playing this week and you did a trade. Ouch. I think this is the week you're going to win. I think this is the week you're going to win. I think Allen Robinson stinks. He's going to get five points. Keenan Allen, God knows if he's even going to play. Um, McCaffrey back on the uh, on the questionable injured list. Doing yeah. a quad injury. Never like to see that. Edwards, Edwards Hilaire, I think, is an enigma. I think he, he goes down a lot. Um, I'm taking Trotta to win this game. Uh, I'll take myself too, sure. All right, we'll go three for three. Sorry, sorry, Gallagher. There you go, trifecta. Um, then we got Simo uh, and Waldo. It's kind of a big Bandle week. Two ones. Kind of a big week. Simo's uh, C- uh, predicted one twenty four. Waldo one twenty nine. And we talked about Kyler against Carolina. Apparently, you guys are high on Carolina's defense. Uh, my thing is they they had like this huge thing about Devontae not getting the ball. I bet Devontae pops. Give me Simo in this. I like Simo as well, just because I think Carson wants. 
Yeah, yeah. Little brothers. I'm gonna go. Uh, we'll go Waldo. We'll just we'll give, we'll give Waldo a vote here. I think Wall. I I don't know. I I think I'm interested to see what what's happening with this uh, Raider offense. The battle of the Sun God versus Conoria. Um, Lace only three needs a win just as bad as me. Um, I I wonder like Dalvin Cook with Lewis. What's gonna What's he gonna get out of him? But to me, St. Brown against Seattle is like a thirty probably. And DK's been pretty good. Like serviceable as a wide receiver three, I think Stafford has a decent game. Stafford would be okay against San Francisco. I don't know. I think he's got to he's got to got to wake up a little bit and, and pick up another quarterback because you can't just keep throwing that guy out there. He's literally a QB three. If you really want to talk about how bad he is, yeah, I think uh, I would. Also, Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper though, back to back twenty five point games. So yeah, um, I, I think I'd play Lazard over uh, Metcalf, but that's me. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Lath in that game. Okay. I'm gonna take Lewis. Um, take Lewis. All right. Last but not least, a battle of two and ones. Uh, right now, Andy's projected a one thirty four. Ryan, maybe the surprise team of the the yeah. surprise team of the league with a one thirty seven. His running backs are sick. I mean, things are going well right now with Barkley and Henry. Um, I don't. I just don't like Najee and like Harris like. I mean, Najee and uh, Deontay Johnson. I just don't like starting both of them in an offense like that. Uh, just give me give me uh, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's got the number one quarterback, number one running back. And then also has Henry Kirk, who's been a surprise this year. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan. Okay. Do you think Aaron Rodgers drops 25.88 points? I think he's going to start clicking, sure. Right. I don't know if it's this week, but I think he's going to start figuring it out. Dobbs looks good. I, I, mean, I would – I would start Drake London over Deontay Johnson. Or Michael Thomas. Who knows if Michael Thomas is going to stay healthy in that game. Okay. All right. That's a two-minute drill. And, you know, we're kind of crunching on time here. Not my best show, personally. I've been tired. I've been running, doing a lot of errands, running a lot of, uh, you know, been busy. But you took the gauntlet today, you know. I did put me through the gauntlet. You're trying to make trades. You text me at, like, 645 talking about doing a trade. Like, your mind's just on trades, you know. You're up to, like, 1130 last night too. I know. I, I I literally have not been home all day. I, I left my house at seven o'clock because I woke up early and I haven't been home all day. Maybe this is will be will be good for us because I'll be out of town. I'll be in Buffalo. Haven't packed a thing yet. Take off tomorrow about six thirty a.m. I won't come. Uh, maybe here. if I win out in New York, I just stay out there. That's maybe until I come back. I'm never coming back here again for, to watch anything <laughs> Sunday. I'm telling you that right now. Well, don't forget about my birthday. You, I mean, you, you finally got red zone and, and you still went to, to Randy's house. I know that was a mistake. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoyed the lounge and it was kind of a struggle to make this happen, but we wanted to do it for the, for the league because we love you. Um, and remember it's never too late. Let's come relax in the lounge. Take care y'all. Good night, Dave. Later.